Hi everyone! Welcome back to another episode of We Along with Hotshot and Mortar. Okay, I guess it's Read Along with Hotshot and I'm Mortar. Yeah, you know I'll do. I'll change back to the normal form. I also like Blade. Okay, got it.、Uh, and those are characters from what? Rescue Bots. Rescue Bots. All right, we haven't watched that in a while. And I have a game on it of it on the. On my tablet. Do you?、Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. Well, we're back again with another episode, and today we're fulfilling yet another request. Today's request comes from Ella May, age five, and Pepita, age three, in Adelaide, South Australia, and they said we would like for you to read a book called Green Lantern: An Origin Story. What do you think? Should we read this story? It happened to a story. Okay. Well, before we do that, though, remember we have to remind everyone that if you want to send in your own requests or suggestions or any sorts of feedback, feel free to drop us an email at readalongwithmiles@gmail.com or click the link in the podcast description to send us a voice message. Or you can launch it in a cannon if you like to, if you have a real cannon. Okay. With that out of the way. Let's get into the story.、Okay. Green Lantern: An Origin Story, written by Matthew K. Manning, illustrated by Luciano Vecchio. Everything is quiet. A ship plummets toward Earth. No one can hear the whine of the ship's engines. There is no sound in space. But inside the craft, things are different. The whir of computer parts is loud. The emergency alarms are deafening. This alien is named Abin Sur. He comes from a world far away from our own. He's a champion in that place, but his time is almost at its end. Ring, Abin Sur says. Find my replacement. Find a man on this world, a man who knows no fear. Find the next Green Lantern. The ring's answer can't be heard over the roaring flames. The ship is no longer in outer space. It has entered Earth's atmosphere. There's nothing quiet about this man or his plane. His name is Hal Jordan. Flying is what he does best. Looks like he's flying a jet. A super fat one. Yeah, maybe he's in the air force or some sort of military. You're taking it too high, someone says through Hal's headset. The voice belongs to Carol Ferris, Hal's boss. He should really listen to her, but he doesn't. Instead, Hal takes the plane higher. I'm a test pilot, Carol. Hal says, "I'm going to do my job. Let's see what this thing can do." The jet continues to climb. Just then, the engines shut off. Wait, Hal says. He looks down at his controls. There's no noise coming from them. Carol's radio goes silent. Hal? Carol yells into her headset. Hal, answer me! But it's silent on the other end. Hal pulls at the controls. They don't respond. He only has a few seconds to eject before the plane crashes. Suddenly, everything starts to glow. A bright emerald light floods the cockpit. Do you know what emerald? What color emerald is? Green. That's right. It takes thirty seconds for Hal's eyes to adjust. He can see again, but it takes him much longer to believe his eyes. His plane is no longer falling; it's flying, lifted up by a strange green light. The light finally sets the plane down. Hal doesn't recognize the area. There's too much smoke to see anything. Then a green beam of light cuts through the smoke. Hal follows the beam through the smoke. 
The craft on the other end of the light is waiting for him. Its bay door lowers. Abin Sur speaks. It's in a language Hal has never heard before. The ring on Abin Sur's finger translates for him. Greetings, the ring says. You must be the one I'm looking for. Hal isn't sure what to say, so he says nothing. You are not running away at the sight of me, Abin Sur says. That tells me the ring has chosen correctly. Your bravery and... But the alien is too weak to say any more. He simply hands Hal Jordan his ring. The ring touches Hal's finger. Abin Sur disappears, and so does the ship, fire and smoke. All that's left is Hal and a glowing green lantern. Hal pauses. Then he slips the ring on his own finger. Hal takes a step back. Visions fill his mind. Beings in uniforms fly through the sky. They are on some distant world. Somehow, Hal knows them. Even though he's never seen them before, they are defenders and heroes. On this page, it shows a lot of people wearing the same green and black uniform with a symbol on their chest that kind of looks like a circle with two lines above and below it. And there's all sorts of different looking people, not just humans, but uh, looks like there are some different colored alien type creatures. All right, back to the story. The vision ends. Hal looks down. He sees that he's wearing that same strange uniform. He has become one of them. Carol's voice crackles from the jet's radio. Hal, she says, can you hear me? Are you there? Great, Hal says under his breath. How am I going to get this thing airborne again? Then a bolt of green bursts from Hal's ring. It surrounds the jet. It rises into the air. Oh, he says, I guess that'll work. Hal takes a deep breath. He smiles. Then he concentrates and bends his knees. He jumps into the air and just keeps going. Wow, he's flying. He doesn't need an airplane to fly anymore. That would be fun. The jet follows him like an eager puppy on a leash. Hal smiles. This is a whole new kind of flying. Soon, Hal is back at Ferris Aircraft. He calmly walks to the control tower. Hal! Carol cries. How did you... But the explanation will have to wait. Another plane has lost power. It's going down quickly. The alien radiation from Abin Sur's damaged ship still hangs in the air. It's interfering with the plane's equipment. With all eyes on the sky, Hal heads to the locker room. He touches his ring to his lantern to charge it. The ring sparks with energy. Like a bolt of lightning, Hal shoots into the sky. He grits his teeth. He aims his ring. Oh, look. He's aiming his ring at a jet, and it looks like it's holding it up in the air with a green light. The ring hums. Energy surrounds the falling plane. Hal closes his eyes. He concentrates. Hal gently sets the plane down. Wait, Carol calls after him. Who are you? How did you do that? There he goes, flying away. For once in his life, Hal Jordan stays quiet. He just smiles at Carol. Then he turns and flies away. Hal travels to a distant planet called Oa. There, it is a strange name. I hope I'm pronouncing it correctly. So this planet is called Oa, I think, and it's spelled O-A. There can only be so many ways to pronounce that. O-A? Yeah. Oa? There he will learn his superhero mission. And he will learn the Green Lantern's oath. In brightest day, in blackest night, no evil shall escape my sight. Let those who worship evil's might beware my power. Green Lantern's light.
Hal will use his willpower to defeat his fears. He will protect the beings of Sector 2814 against all evils. He is the greatest Green Lantern. The End That was cool. I didn't know any of that stuff. I'm not super familiar with Green Lantern. What'd you think of that story, Miles? Awesome, awesome. What part did you like the best? When he put the ring on. When he put the ring on and got his powers? Mm-hmm. It's pretty cool, huh? That ring allows him to do some, some interesting stuff. Do you remember what the ring let him do? That light. Shot light in the air? Mm-hmm. And then he jumped and he just kept he just kept going. He just flew on his own. I wish I could fly. Okay, thanks so much for listening, everyone. And a special shout out and thank you to Ella May and Pepita in Adelaide, South Australia. What a great suggestion that book was. Okay, let's wrap it up then, Miles. Bye, everyone.